hello and welcome everybody to the Derek Grant episode, episode 38 of Late Arrivals. Oh boy. It is uh, just the three of us tonight. Lou is uh, experiencing the the wonders of Disney World as we speak. So he's in Florida, Florida Lou. I did like his tweet that uh, he put up this morning saying 11 a.m. is too early to have swamp ass. <laughs> I just read it in Lou's voice and it makes me yeah. laugh. Oh, that's sad. Poor guy. Humidity's <laughs> no fun. It was funny how he texted us. It was just like, I just got off the plane and Jesus Christ, this weather, what a fucking introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Cheers know to he. Lou. Cheers yeah. to Lou forever in our hearts. I didn't know he like has never been to Florida. I thought he's been there before. I could have sworn he had been. Like I know, like I, I know he's a Disney guy, so I could have, I could have sworn he's been to. He's a he's Disney man Disney before, but I guess not. Well, Lap is uh, later. Rivals is kind of kind of taking Florida the last six months. I was in Tampa in in November, and now uh, now Lou's in in Orlando. So yeah, might have to buy Chris a house. Jake, you got you guys gonna you guys gonna complete the complete the circle. I went what two years ago? That's right, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I can go to Florida once every five years. I don't need to. <laughs> I don't need to be there too much. Yeah, I I, I don't know about that. We barely <laughs> survived Arizona, so you know that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'll go in the winter. Yeah, or I'll go to fish, and that's fine. If I'm fishing, like whatever. Like you're out in the sun, you're on the water. Yeah. water. It's a little I've, different. I've I've been to Orlando once when it was like hurricane season. So that was interesting. Yeah, I don't. I played a baseball tournament in Orlando when I was like 13, mm-hmm. and it was for a week, and it was in July. Oof. And I don't need. I don't need to do that again. Yeah. That was. That was just. Nope. Sounds scrumptious. Nope. That was not. <laughs> that was not a good time. Okay, the- in- insider J Money in the chat said that Jake needs to uh, dye his beard jet black, and I uh, completely agree. I think <laughs> just, just some just for men. Yeah, get rid of the the like two red whiskers, just yeah. go all black. Might as well, man. <laughs> well, on the top of things, a topic of things that aren't so uh, aren't so nice. Have the pleasure of talking about the last couple Ducks games. Yep. Are, we sure and, uh, not, are we sure it's not so nice i mean in the long in it's the like long a, run it's good but yeah but like know. in the moment it just makes you feel bad uh yeah well yeah. <laughs> kind of it's I it's mean, a weird situation it's, it's it's you don't really know how to feel it's a roller coaster yeah i don't know if it's just i've been checked out because i had a very long weekend but it kind of helps at this time too, if you're, especially if you're a baseball fan, because baseball is just getting underway. So if you have a a, a team with tank aspirations, <laughs> like we do, little bit easier to distract yourself this time of year as the yeah. as the regular season winds down. Like I know I've been all in on on fantasy baseball the last week and a half, two weeks. So like my mind's kind of in there, and then you know, what Angels last couple spring training games, opening day coming up on Thursday, so. Got the first week and a half of of uh, the MLB season to kind of help uh, get us through this uh, this home stretch of of Ducks hockey here, twenty twenty three. Ducks yeah. hockey, yeah, yeah. Um, four home games left. That's, That's crazy. crazy. I, think, I think I'm going on. 
think I'm going on Easter. Are you? Yeah. Wait, the Ducks Easter's... have a game on Easter? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would play Colorado. It's like hmm. a one or two o'clock start or some shit. Hey, it's like a really, out. really early game. Shout out Crash the Pond for the raid. Thank you, boys. CTP. Appreciate that. I called them cuties, so I'll take credit because I called them cuties in their <laughs> chat earlier. Um, oh, Lou's here. Lou's in the chat. Lucifer, live from Florida. He took, a, <laughs> he took a break from the gator hunting to jump in the chat. Sean's um, here. What's up, Sean? Kyle Connor, though. Kyle Connor? Is Kyle Connor the new duck killer? 100%. I mean, 100%. He's, he's been the duck killer for a while, but it's yeah. hard to keep track of who who exactly is the best one because there's a lot of them out there right now. <laughs> there's a lot of them right now. I, I just say Kyle Connor has definitely been uh, the one I see pop up the most when we play. I don't I don't know what was every like, Ducks Jets game. Kyle Connor boom. Yeah. Connor, and I don't boom. I don't Kyle know Connor, what boom. was uh more annoying in that Ducks Jets game. The like Kyle Connor killing us like normal or the Ducks being in the game. Like I was kind of more annoyed <laughs> that the Jets didn't just end the game halfway through. Like we actually had to watch the third and pay attention kind of annoying i thought maybe winnipeg would step it up you know but it is winnipeg so who knows sorry jets i mean we were we were a little uh overzealous thinking nestorenko was gonna do a little more than expected but he looked yeah. good he looked He's really looked good good yeah. in his his short little stint so far and i mean kind of leading into the blues game he gets his first nhl goal and i mean great to see great that, to see that pass from Ooh, McTavish just that pass. Jesus. Well, and yeah. look what happens. You know, he's playing, he's playing with, you know, an offensive player like Nestoranko. Mm-hmm. Plays his first what two or was it three games? First three games or two? Two. Before he got two. moved up to the second line. Two. 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 Plays his first two games with Wandelstrom <laughs> and Silverberg. Obviously, he still looked okay. Obviously, wasn't doing a whole lot offensively. I know we had talked last week. He had gotten a couple good chances um, in his uh, in his debut game. But, hey, look what happens. You move him up to the McTavish and Terry line in the game against St. Louis, and he instantly looks way more involved, way more involved offensively, and he's able to pot his first NHL goal, like on Jake said. Just an absolute, absolute ridiculous pass from Mason McTavish. So, yeah. It's just, it just kind of it just kind of goes to show, and I know I mentioned it last week, like, that Lundestrom Silverberg left wing spot on the third line kind of seems to be Dallas Aiken's little safety net. Uh, <laughs> I will say I was fairly surprised, albeit glad, that Nestorenko has moved up in the top six so quickly. Just because, you know, from the past, how we've seen um, Aikens treat guys like McTavish, treat guys like, you know, Terry initially, treat guys like Zegris. Um, you know, I was kind of like, shit, they're probably going to have Nestorenko just playing the bottom sixth for the you know, for the rest of the season and, you know, mm-hmm. top nine, you know, it, it, you know, top six or playing on a line with more offensive or with more offensive line mates would be kind of a dream for next year. But, you know, it was, it was really great to see that he was getting bumped up in the game against St. Louis and hey, he gets, he gets rewarded for it right away. And, um, you know, I know, I know we haven't talked about the abs game yet, but like I would safely say, and I think Patrick, um, uh, new era ducks on Twitter, one of our writers even mentioned it like Nestorenko, has probably looked like one of the best forwards on the team in this like last stretch, this last stretch of three or four games ever since he got in, which is 
which yeah. is just really promising. Like, you know, I mean, I mean, he's not setting the world on fire, but he's just, he's looking very composed. He, what I really appreciate is, you know, he's, he's still got a, he's, he's tall. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he's got, he's got kind of a slim frame, but he's still not afraid to get in there and go after the puck and aggressively forecheck. That's something that I really noticed. And that was a part of his game that I was not aware of was that he was that aggressive of a of a four yeah. check. So that's yeah. something probably a guy like Pat Verbeek likes to see. Um, and Sean brings it up in the chat. Thanks, Sean. I, I, I had actually forgot to mention this. Um, he says it's probably, a, um, or he says his guess is that it's probably a, a Verbeek thing, meaning um, Nestorenko getting bumped up to the, to the top line. And I think, I think that's very likely, um, you know, maybe there was something in the, in the agreement to get Nestorenko to sign where, you know, they would, they would kind of bump him up in the lineup a little bit. Or maybe, you know, it was Rabik just saying, hey, you know, play the kid, give the kid some more minutes, you know, have him play with our best players, you know, get his confidence up. Um, whichever one that is, I'm not entirely sure, but I think I think that's a very a very safe point when it comes to Nestorenko. But you know, yeah, I mean, I mean, really liking what we're seeing out of him so far. You know, hopefully hopefully he he stays up for the remaining, uh, the remaining, I think, eight, uh, eight games left now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he makes a and he makes a lasting impression. So he goes into he goes into camp next year on a, on a positive note. Yeah, the uh, like you said, how how nice the pass was, the shot too. Like it was a one timer, and it like went through the defender's legs. It was really cool. Yeah, he was kind of like half tied up, was still able. To yeah, make was still was still able yeah. to get it off. It was good. It was, it was really good yeah. goal scoring instincts from him on that. It was kind of awkward, but it was nice. Like I, I liked it. Hundred percent. I mean, it also helps that Tori Krug was the guy trying to box him out, and yeah. he had at least a good inch or two on him. <laughs> so I mean, also true. But it doesn't take away from the goal. But I mean, it was a nice goal going up against Tori Krug. I mean, Tori Krug's no slouch defensively. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But if I feel like if it, you know, for putting him up against a guy like Victor Hedman, that's like his height, if not taller, it's <laughs> yeah. maybe getting boxed out a little bit more but it helps that, you know, it was a smaller guy. Yeah. It's a little fella. The Firebite says in the chat, I would think Verbeek told Akins to play him just for the confidence thing. At this point, Akins is just making moves to stay in the good graces of the Ducks as a reference <laughs> for future employment. Um, I would, uh, I would probably have to agree. I mean, I know, yeah. I know kind of Akins when he, when he gives interviews, um, and I kind of like half, I kind of like half sarcastically alluded to it um, on Twitter yesterday. I quote tweeted the video of Aikens talking about Nestorenko's play so far. And mm-hmm. I mean, man, I don't know if you guys had the chance to watch it or if anybody in the chat or I did had yeah. the chance to watch it, but like, good Lord, could he have sounded just any less enthusiastic? <laughs> yeah. Like it kind of, it like, I know he kind of always just like, he's the deep voice kind of like, oh, you're blah, blah, blah. like he, I know he just kind of always sounds like that. But like <laughs> you're talking about a young player who just got his first NHL goal. Really exciting to see. And he could, and he could just have not have sounded less like he wanted to talk about it. Yeah. It was and the I, same kind of monotone. Like, and I initially was like, you know, kind of like we touched on last week and I know crash the pond has kind of touched on it um, a little bit. Yeah, Akins was probably forced to put Nestorenko in the lineup, which I mean, if Akins is mad about that, again, another story. Just <laughs> but like that's what my mind first went to. I was like, is he still just like not happy about having Nestorenko in the lineup? But then it was more like, mm, or is it more like he kind of knows his his days are numbered here? So yeah. Yeah, we're in the and I was listening, I was listening back to the um uh, to the episode last week. I made a I made a mistake with what I said. I was trying to say. 
mm-hmm. that we are in the single digit numbers in terms of games left in the Dallas Aikens run. I said triple digit numbers. Oh, That's did you? What I, meant. <laughs> what I, meant. I meant single. I had a little brain fart, so just wanted to. We still got like a hundred games left, guys. Yeah, good. <laughs> so if I, that was a reverse jinx. It was a reverse jinx. He's in baseball mode. <laughs> leave him alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, there's not a whole hell of a lot to say about last night's game outside of notably no Troy Terry for personal matters, and then Zegers yeah. leaves the game. I. The, the video looks I, – I don't know how to make of it because it clearly is in, incidental, but yeah. it just was kind of a weird little play. Like, and he was hurt. nothing too he bad. He was hurt before that too. It almost did look a little bit like a non-contact lower body injury, which which can be scary sometimes. I'm not, I'm not saying that, um, that this is what's going on with Zegers, but if you're a baseball fan like me, you might have seen um, – uh, the last couple of days, Reese Hoskins, the first baseman for the Phillies, he was in a spring training game and he was going to field a ground ball and he tore his ACL. He just kind of stepped the wrong way. Um, and it was a, it was a non-contact ACL tear, which can happen in sports like baseball in sports like football in sports like hockey. Um, I, now I don't, I, I would assume that's not what it is with Zegers just because I think he played like 30 seconds of a shift after that before he went to the locker room and leaving the game. Yeah. He was on the power play. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that's a better sign. Um, but at the same time, it was kind of a discourse today on Twitter. You know, I'm, I'm sure by the time this episode gets put out tomorrow and by the time you're listening to this, we'll have more of a, um, we'll have more light shed on what the Zegers injury is and if he's out for a long time or not. But I mean, at, at this point, even if he's like day to day or a couple days, like there's just no reason to 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 bring him back or to rush him back. The season's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Like at like at what point does like what else does Trevor Zegers need to pl- need to prove this season? At this yeah. point, just let your let your star rest, kind of like we talked about with Jamie Drysdale. Just get healthy. He went out, had another killer season. He, you know, I don't see why he needs to play another six or seven games if he is hurt. And if he is, if he is going to miss two or three more games, just let him go. Yeah. Let him get healthy. Oh, let him sit out, call up your guys in the minors and just kind of, just kind of ride out the rest of the season. Oh, now, and- I know Terry, and I know Terry's matter with personal, I think his wife is pregnant. So I don't know if this is a, his wife was about to have a baby thing. I know that has, oh, maybe. I know we haven't really had any light shed on exactly why Terry is out. Not not saying that we need light shed. It's a personal mm-hmm. matter. It's obviously private, whatever it is. If he wants that to come out, he will. But um, I think, Terry, you can't really decide on that just because we don't really know what's going on. But, um, yeah. So that's just kind of what I had to say on the on the Zegers injury front. And it could, it could be nothing. And he's back, and it was just kind of a – and then just kind of kept him out for precautionary reasons. And he's back um, and he's back in the lineup next game. And then this could all just be a moot point, but we'll see. And to your point about like, does it really matter if he goes on the road trip? I mean, we're these next three games, I wouldn't say are automatic losses, but <laughs> you're playing Seattle, Edmonton and Calgary, in Calgary, yeah. Edmonton and Calgary that are pretty physical, mm-hmm. heavy teams. Like, if he's already banged up and a little a little hurt, like do you risk having him get even more messed up? I mean, we we talked about it a little last week with Terry needing the bubble wrap, but we're we're so late in the season that 
either give some of the kids a fresh chance just to spruce things up and mm-hmm. kind of show you know if they're ready or not and why risk hurting you know shooting yourself in the foot even more and potentially putting a guy out long term or yeah 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 leaving him with something yeah and even if it's something like you said where they're just like hey you know he's going to be out day to day we just aren't going to take him on the road trip up to up to uh up to western canada we'll you know we'll have him come back in the lineup for the last you know the last two or three home games and we'll finish it out there fine whatever Mm -hmm. my whole thing is i just i just don't if it is something and he is twinged up and banged up a little bit, there's no need to rush him back. Like you don't need to put him immediately back in the lineup if you, you know. Yeah. Cause I, I want to find, I need the, I need to find the video. Cause the video of the Zegris injury, well, you know, Zegris kind of re-injuring himself um, from hockey daily. He was injured before that. I want to say it was like not that long before that he was like in, in the crease um, with the abs goalie, I think he's whacking at a rebound or something. And then another abs player came and I want to say Zegris looked like he tweaked his leg there and he kind of fell awkwardly or something. And he was like behind the net. And then that's, that's when I first noticed him limping and he was kind of, you know, shaking off his leg and kind of skating kind of slow, but he was, there was nothing after that. He was still in. And then that thing happened again with, with the video that you saw from hockey daily. And then that's when he stayed on still for the power play. But then, yeah, he was, he was done for the rest of the game after that. So I need to see that, that video again, I might have to DM hockey daily. <laughs> okay. Can you find this? Yeah. Like, which, because Yeah. Which again, like leads me to believe like he went out and played a full power play shift, like leads me, leads me to believe this probably isn't anything serious. He's probably going to finish out the season and play, but if it does end up being something, I just don't think there's any rush to immediately put it back in the lineup. Yeah. So. I mean, and- Adding him back. It is part of me. And sorry, Jake, is part of me saying that as a hopeful tanker? <laughs> Probably. But, you know, of course, just want Trevor's ears to be healthy. New t shirts, pro tank coming your way. <laughs> oh, we've been pro tank already. <laughs> <laughs> All I was going to say is it's not going to have having him back in the lineup is not going to magically fix the fact that we're minus 112 on the season after this last stretch of games. So. Yeah. Yeah. hopeful tucker what what does that mean <laughs> hopeful tanker. tanker tanker sir tanker. tanker silly goose yes we do speak for lou because you're not on the pod lou wants to tank everybody <laughs> confidence today lou is on team tank he is not here to voice his opinion you all <laughs> listening to this are not reading the twitch chat right now so you can't prove that he's uh, advocating against this Lou wants to tank. Hurry up, Jake. Kick him out of the chat. <laughs> he wants the tank. He loves breakfast burritos. He loves eggs and good Lou food. wants to lose. <laughs> Lou starts with L for a reason. Loser. Not his ass. Loser. Um, I don't know about you guys. I, I think this is more so coming from a place of just being tired. I really don't have three stars of the week. Um, I've also been very, like I said, I've been very checked out on games recently. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you how good everyone's been looking. Yeah. I maybe mean, instead of three stars, we can just start doing like, if we want to collectively have one star, kind of like how we collectively do the lame duck. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Hey, I mean, I'll 
I'll nominate. I know I gave him the first star last week just for looking good to mix things up. But, I mean, hey, getting your first NHL goal, I'll give it to Nikita Nestorenko. There you go. That was my pick. He's looked great. And like I said, he's looked like one of the best forwards on the team in the last handful of games. So, I'll give yeah. it I'll give it to Nestorenko. Nestorenko. Easy. Nasty. Easy. Nasty. Dude doesn't Nasty. slow down. I don't like he's the little lock, energy. the lock nest monster. Lock <laughs> nest monster. He's our little energizer bunny. I love it. It's gonna be the title's lock nest monster. Lock nest. First star Nikita Nestorenko, second star Connor Bedard, third star Adam Pantil. <laughs> Honorable mention Leo Carlson. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Matt <laughs> Honorable mentions. Um, I'm cool with just blanket laying lame duck on just maybe the team, the city, the Honda Center. I don't know. Um, how about? Oh, you know what? Actually, b- before we go on, the okay. lame duck of the week will go to Honda Center, and I will okay. explain why in a sec. But go ahead and say what you're gonna say, Chris. I was gonna say maybe Dallas Aikens because of his lack of enthusiasm. But go ahead. <laughs> So the reason I say Honda Center is not for a hockey reason, but the Greta Van Fleet concert we went to on Friday. Okay. Because <laughs> the, I mean, we've had some some odd experiences going to concerts and going in lines and waiting for shit. Like when we went to see Ghost in San Diego, they had the line split up into four different lines and then they moved it to where it went down a certain way because it's a fire hazard and dealt with that thought that was the worst but this this was something else um so they had us over by the kind of like the the handicap parking i don't know what entrance that is i'm terrible with directions uh but like the preferred and uh handicap parking they had us Standing there for GA. Wait, this and, is it Honda Center? Yeah. Oh, what? So, so they <laughs> I had no idea this was at Honda Center. They had they had the line, you know, going in the the side doors that are closest to Catella, or not closest to Catella, but closest to where the puck drop patio is. And they had barricades that you weave through like normal, but they like were they had a guy that was like wrapping us around certain ways, but he was like curling the line inside so like the people in the back were like inside and had to like sneak around Mm -hmm. and then the honda center staff opened one of the side doors that was closest to us so everybody that was at the back of the line ran to that line thinking that they were going to get in but you needed club seats to get in that line and then that guy got pissed off (laughs) came back and moved a bunch of people and put them back into the weird snake he was doing. And it was, it was very bizarre. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll, we'll give it to Honda center for being just fucking off their nut, trying to have us stand in like five different lines. It was, it was an experience. Yeah. Okay. So this week <laughs> Honda center, figure it out. Just, you're the, it's you're easy. the lame duck. You're not we're, even we're, a duck. We were talking about like we could have just all held hands. It's like they did in kindergarten. <laughs> we're just like, okay, you guys got to stay in a line that way. Like <laughs> there were much easier ways to do it. Like I, I had mentioned to the people behind us that they should just have one usher with uh, police tape wrapped around him to yeah. act as like a barrier. Yeah, I'd, <laughs> if I was in that position, I'd be like, hell yeah, I'll be a cone. Like I'll just go stand there, but. <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't get I don't get paid for these ideas, so not yet. We're you working know. on it. Working. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good transition into uh, you know, baseball season starting and uh last couple ducks games of the year here. We uh can get you some deals on some tickets from 714. Um, if you use code LAP at checkout, you get 10% off your order and 5% towards any future orders with 714. Um, I know I'm going to go to at least a couple of baseball games to start the year when I still have hope in the Angels. And then yeah. maybe at the end of the year when they're 30 games out of the playoffs and yeah, tickets go. are $5. So, you know. <laughs> Take advantage. Use code LAP at seven one four. They have yeah. uh, been really great to us so far, and we're happy to see that our our code is uh, getting a lot of use. Yeah, it's uh, they're they're really cool over there. I love those guys. Um, but yeah, like Jake was saying, Angels tickets, go grab them now. Um, Ducks have four home games left, so if you want to see this team, you know, <laughs> one, two, three, maybe all four times. Uh, before you uh, are complaining that you miss hockey season, then please go check them out. And who um, knows? That... Maybe we uh, we plan like a a group outing. Get get some of our friends, some of our listeners to go hang out at an angel game. At an angel game, yeah, it'd be fun. I could try. I could try to get out there. <laughs> Fly Chris out. This is this is the season that they uh, they're starting where they have to play each team at least one series. Okay. So you can always come see your Cubs. There you go. Brand new Cubs fan. I have no idea who what the Cubs are, what to expect from the Cubs, but it's because it's a bear. We yeah, we, we know the reason. Yeah, you know the reason. Go Cubbies. <laughs> <laughs> who, um, uh, who do we think Derek Grant Lover is in the chat? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would say Smoot, but I think Smoot already has an account. And I know I thought he did. He does. Derek Grant lover in here? Oh, yeah, look at that. Who could this be? Reveal yourself. But anyway, (laughs) Anyway. first star, Derek Grant. Second star, Connor Bedard. Third star, Verbeek Tank Masterclass. Let's hope. Let's Let's hope. hope. Felix says baseball, bold predictions. Jesus Christ. We'll do that after Chris reads the uh, ESPN Plus here. So... Yeah, 714. Um, that's how you can support us using our code LAP at 714. If you also, if you would like to support us in a different way and you don't have ESPN Plus yet, um, our network Inside the Rink has an affiliate link for you to sign up for ESPN Plus. Visit insidetherink.com slash ESPN and sign up today. And signing up does not only help us, but the network hosting us that is insidetherink.com slash ESPN. But yeah, with um, you know, hockey coming to a close. I mean, if you want, ESPN Plus is fairly cheap, uh, like by itself, and you can get you know NHL games. PHF season's over now, but college hockey's still going. That we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, with the Frozen Four and all that stuff. And then there's a bunch of other sports. I mean, honestly, if you're bored and you flip ESPN Plus on, sometimes there's like. I don't know, Australian football on. I flipped it on one night and I'm just like, what the hell's like I, I watched it for 10 minutes, had no idea what was going on. It was it's like this weird yellow ball and they just they're running around, they're kicking it, and they're it just it looks like there there's like no structure. And I know I'm way off since I don't know the rules, but there's a lot of different sports that you probably don't know about that are just chilling on that app waiting for you to consume. 
I mean, you're telling us about cricket the other day. Cricket? They have a team in LA now. There's a new cricket league in America. It, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I uh, I work from home as as you guys know, and uh, mm-hmm. a lot of those, you know, I have I have my desk set up, but over over to my left is my is my TV in my living room. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, I typically have it on sports or something, just as the day goes on, just like. So yeah, like in the middle of the day, especially Pacific time, there's some weird shit that's on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, man. There's like darts. Darts. There's like professional log rolling, like some shit like that. <laughs> like it'll just be so, like before the main events kick off at like four, like before the East Coast games start at 4 p.m., that like yeah. 11 to 3 time is 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 the it's, Wild West. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. Here, Here's ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. It's like, ultimate do you want to watch... Yeah, it's like, do you want to watch professional sand volleyball? Do you want to watch <laughs> bowling, darts, or do you want to watch Real Valicano versus Real Sociedad <laughs> in La Liga? That's your choice. There's a bunch of rugby too. I feel like rugby's on like a lot all the time. Rugby. A lot I get of cricket rugby too. Yeah, I'll get I'll get cricket every now and then. Like there's Indian. a lot of cricket on. Yeah, there's like a the lot Indian of league. On. Yeah, yeah. I feel I like have... watching the bowling are my favorite out of like the random broadcasts, just because yeah. it's always it's always like colleges going up against each other, mm-hmm. and it's like they commentate like golf, and I think part of it's because they do, they're like yeah. so close to the lane, <laughs> but it's just funny because it's like you know they'll miss a they'll miss a strike by like a pin, and the guys yeah. are sitting there going, "Ooh, this is this is not very good," you know. <laughs> She'll want that one back next uh, next frame. Yeah, know? this game could slowly slip away from her if she's not careful. And it's just like uh, you could tell there's like people down the lanes having a birthday party, like ten lanes over. And it's just like I, you know, maybe T- Timmy maybe Timmy's birthday party down there's causing issues. I don't know. Uh, Timmy's celebrating year ten. You got the who do you think you are? I am guy over here screaming <laughs> on ESPN. <laughs> I think it'd be oh, funny cool. to do competitive bowling, like cosmic bowling. Yeah, yeah. It seems like the like the XFL version of bowling. Like, I remember they used to have top golf leagues on TV. What happened to that? I'd watch some top golf leagues. Or how about like uh, <laughs> I don't know miniature golf? I'll watch miniature golf. <laughs> Give me some glow golf competition. <laughs> I mean, fun, but TB- TBS had the drone racing league for a while. That's, that's true. It was drone racing. Yeah. But yeah, hey man, inside the rink.com slash ESPN. <laughs> Just riffing here so, talking about random shit. <laughs> so many, so many things, so many different sports uh, that you probably don't know about. And apparently Felix here in the chat is a uh, he likes Aussie rules football. You like the Australian League. Good for you, man. I don't know anything about it. It's very confusing. It's like rugby combined with something else. But um yeah, Sean said that LAP is gonna be at the mullet one more time this season. Yeah, hopefully. Ducks Coyotes. Uh, the Ducks Coyotes down. bloodbath the on the thirteenth. Bringing it back. The mullet. Bringing it back. Well, it's not. It's not there yet. But here we <laughs> so, do we want to leave the baseball conversation till the end and kind yeah, of go can, through the hockey stuff? Yeah, that that can be a listener question. Real quick before we transition, okay. uh, Firebite says, "When does the Daisy conversation start?" Because we did forget about that. The Ducks now have a team dog. Oh it's yeah, like, Daisy. Actually, Daisy, a little is she a Lab or a golden retriever? A little golden retriever. A little golden? Yeah. Cute little thing. Shout out Daisy. 
Yeah, shout out Daisy. I want to be like Daisy. Took, like it took forever for the Ducks to hop on the team. Yeah, why were they like last on this whole thing? I don't know. That but... surprises you. We're always like the last to do <laughs> it something. Wasn't, wasn't in the budget. We're we're getting our first uh, our first um, team dog. While all the other ones have like graduated and they're like yeah. senior dogs now. <laughs> <laughs> it. I feel very dumb. It took me a while to realize why they named her Daisy. Why? Oh, Daisy, no Daisy Duck. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of random, but that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Heather I do was feel ju- kind of dumb. All right. Heather was judging me because I was like, why would they name it Daisy? That's just random. I it's didn't like... even think of it. Yeah. I was just like, okay, her name's Daisy. It's a cute name. Cute dog. Well, it's a golden retriever. She... Well, Heather can't talk because she's changed your new cat's name like five times. Yeah. How about that? Figure that out. Hey, we, that we, we love our little Milo. He meows for wet food at four in the morning, but sick. He's he's a scared little guy sometimes. Leave Heather alone, says Savannah. No. <laughs> no. It's okay. Yeah, I, I, I just found out about the Daisy thing now. So that's cool though. Um Felix is giving us topics. So what else is going <laughs> this on? Is, this, this is the Sicard. Yeah. The I mean he's Got some good. I mean, I don't mind talking about these things, but we have some other things that we need to cover here. I mean, I, I don't know Where if we take his suggestions after lap game of the week last week, because he he overtook <laughs> our poll. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. He hijacked that pretty well. Um, well, before we get into that, we'll just we'll blow through what we have. Um, you got to see the Toronto Six win at the Mullet. Oh, that Seemed was like cool. that was a fun game. That was fun. Yeah, that was that was different. I've never been to uh you know like a professional women's game and for that to be the first one i've gone to like for it to be the championship game that was pretty cool getting to see them like uh hoist the cup and the isabel cup the izzy they call it um i became a toronto six fan probably 10 minutes into the game when i found out that their mascot is a polar bear um so that was a big thing for me if you follow me on twitter you probably noticed that i was having a ball with the polar bear and i tweeted out the uh, I zoomed in on the, on the polar bear's face and like, cause it has like these long eyelashes <laughs> and the, the, the one set of like lashes were just all messed up. So it looked, it looked kind of feral, but, um, it was fun. Toronto six PHF champs, uh, their first one and they, they beat are the more team relevant. that beat, that beat them. Yes. And they're more, ago. they're more relevant than the, uh, Maple Leafs all of a sudden just like that just one game but yeah I, I was getting kind of upset because all the goals were being scored at the other end of the ice because <laughs> i changed my seat like three times but i but we stayed on the same side but uh all the goals were happening i felt like on the other side and then when i got up to get coffee because i was dying i needed i needed some coffee um i was in line and that's when they scored by us so i missed that one too and i'm like this is ridiculous and then um thankfully the game winner it went to overtime and the game winner from the Toronto Six was on our side of the ice, so I got to see that and the there crazy celebration. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. I would definitely, I, I made sure I, you know, attended this because there's no PHF teams anywhere near us <laughs> out west here. It's all, it's all in the east, and who knows if it'll ever, you know, if a game like that will ever come back out here and it'll ever come our way. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. It was uh it was pretty well attended for something that kind of was sprouted on everybody pretty quickly because like when the game and like with the semifinals finished um 
I want to say they announced the game was going to be in Arizona like two weeks before the game. Like there wasn't a lot of time for people to to plan, like if you were going to travel here to come see the game. So with the little advertising it got and how quickly it was put together, I thought it was it was pretty good for what it was, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. The The trophy's cool. Teams were cool. It was, I saw a couple Ducks fans there. This one girl had a really nice Trevor Zegers hoodie. Um, saw a Jeff Skinner Sabres uh, goat head jersey, which was beautiful to look at. I was staring at him for a while. He probably thought I was weird. <laughs> All good. He was like, why, why is that guy staring at me? <laughs> He's been staring at me. He's been staring at me for five minutes now. Oh, the NCAA men's tournaments in the final four now. Um, Lacombe's team moved on, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Minnesota. They, they beat the shit out of whoever they played. That's like the one highlight I saw. Dude, they were, yeah, they were like all blowouts. Um, but yeah, Quinnipiac, Michigan, Boston University, and uh, Minnesota are the frozen four. Um, I think I'm going for Minnesota. That is Lacombe's team. I think I'm going to roll with Minnesota. I was having a battle between them or Boston. Um, for some reason, a lot of people that I that I see on Twitter, or at least I don't know if like ones I follow or what, but they're all like Michigan fans. There's a lot, I know a lot of Michigan fans for some reason, but I don't know. I just I can't, I can't go for Michigan. I'm sorry. I'll go for uh, well, you know, since my, since my Minnesota State Mavericks are out, uh, I'll stick with it. I'll stick with uh future duck adam fantilly with the wolverines shout oh, so out you're going you're going michigan okay well and shout out shout out to <laughs> to our good friend of the show former former guest uh scott bentley he's a he's a big michigan fan that's so. true that's true i shouldn't I'll pull, that uh, i'll pull for my boy i'll pull for michigan okay. for my boy scott so okay well the, the the minnesota boston game should be awesome i'm hoping we get like double overtime of that game that should be so much fun um but yeah they were all blowouts last weekend um you know, the college from Buffalo that I was going for, Canisius, they played uh, Minnesota in the first round, so I kind of figured they were out anyway. But they were winning one nothing. I'm like, cool. And then they were winning 2-1. I'm like, wow, upset time, you know? Like, we're going to see an upset. And then they got beat 9-2. I don't know what happened. I I blinked, and it was 9-2. So, but yeah, um, I'm hoping we get Minnesota-Michigan then, so then me and Connor can go head-to-head with our picks somehow here. <laughs> I still really don't have a dog in the fight, but go Jackson Lacombe. Okay. So, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah. I was going to say you could pick, like, a team based on colors if you want. <laughs> mascot. Go Jackson Lacombe. So, yeah, Jackson Lacombe does, uh, on the topic of him, it does bring up something we forgot to talk about in the duck section. Uh, Callie Klang's season's done in Sweden, so he's coming over uh, coming overseas. Sick. Yeah, yeah. So that, uh, that San Diego net battle next year but it is going to – most likely it'd be between Klang and, and uh, Gage Alexander, huh? Yeah. Totally. Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I would be, I would be floored if Lucas Dostal is starting <clears throat> next year in San Diego. So I would, I would assume the San Diego net job is going to be between um, Alexander and Klang. So, I mean, Hey, never, never a bad thing to have your, uh, to have your goaltending pipeline stocked up. That'll, uh, that'll be really good. Uh, uh, a really good battle to watch the Klang gang. Is coming Clang to gang ride coming to North America. <laughs> Ooh, you ain't ready. Well, some NHL stuff that we wanted to cover briefly. Uh, the Bruins clinched the top spot in the Atlantic, um, and they are currently leading the race for the President's Trophy because it's just they're 
they're on one this year. It yeah. it sucks that it has to be the Bruins that are doing so hot. But really quick, know, can I just say how awesome it is for the Bruins to be doing this the same year that Cocaine Bear comes out? <laughs> just perfect. It just okay. it fits. It, it they, just fits. It's they just, bring I back. Really, they bring back the jerseys, the Pooh Bear, and yeah, and then the movie Cocaine Bear. It's beautiful. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> good year for Bears that aren't the Chicago Bears. Okay. <laughs> Even though they they've had a good off season, from what I could decipher yeah. from fo- the football fans that I yeah. follow. So. Yeah. <laughs> Bear stonks are up. Yeah. But uh, looking at the standings, um, really the I wouldn't say the East is decided because the Islanders have kind of climbed back into things. Uh, they're currently sitting in the first wild card spot. I mean, they are definitely a ways away from the Rangers in the Metro. They are sitting yeah. at 85 points where the Rangers are a win away from a hundred. So <laughs> not really going to catch the ground there. Um, the Penguins are three points behind the Islanders in that second wild card spot. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a bit of a tighter race. Uh, Florida's behind Pittsburgh at 79, uh, Buffalo and Ottawa, both are sitting at 77, uh, Washington 76. And then it kind of drops with Detroit 73 Philly at 70 and the Habs at 66 and then Columbus all the way at the bottom with 53. Columbus, Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun race in the East for sure. Um, Sabres, man, it's getting it's getting crazy. They apparently, obviously, you know, they have to win most of their games for the remainder of the year, and of course, they they lose to the Canadians yesterday in a shootout, which was just stupid. But yeah, Bruins. Uh, let's see who clinched yesterday. Who clinched a spot? Um, Rangers uh, and Leafs, right? Yeah, the, they were the same day, and then yeah. the Devils were Saturday. I believe so. Yeah. Hurricanes have clinched, so and only no three one... spots left in the in the East. Where in the West, no one has clinched. <laughs> uh, I think Vegas. No one has clinched in the West yet. Nah. Vegas is what? the first. Vegas is like the first one that can clinch. But I think they're it's either smoked. like a couple things have to happen and they have to win. Like yeah, they're they're they're, they're down like... six three to the Oilers right now. I mean, we're getting so. the we're getting the crunch time. I feel like right, we're under like ten West, games. Well, I feel now, like the West clinches are going to start flooding in. Like it's going to be happening. Like they're just all going to happen on the same night. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Central Minnesota is just a point up on Colorado, and Dallas is kind of slipping a bit. Um, I don't feel like Winnipeg's going to catch them anytime soon, barring any Dallas losing streak and Winnipeg win streak. Um, but you're looking at 95 for the wild 94 for the abs 92 for the stars and then 98 for Vegas 96 for LA and Edmonton right behind them with 93. And then the wild cards, Seattle and Winnipeg at the moment at 88 and 85. I, I, I hope Seattle locks it in. Yeah. I really hope Seattle locks it in. They were in the, the top three there in the Pacific for, yeah, wild, out of the but... out of the out of the wild card teams that are currently, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna assume that the top three in both the Pacific and the Central are all gonna, I'm, I'm just assume they're all gonna make it when I'm making this comment. I mean, out of the wild card teams in play, I mean, I hope I hope it's Seattle and Winnipeg. I mean, Nashville can catch Winnipeg if things kind of sour in Winnipeg and they stay on the the up and up, but I kind of feel like if Nashville does make the wild card uh, over Winnipeg, if that is the case, um, 
I feel like we're going to see a very 2018 ducks like series where <laughs> they clawed their way in and yeah. Are either just going to get pummeled or you now they're going to barely miss. Yeah. Cause if they do take the jet spot in that second wild wild card spot, they're most at the moment they'd be playing the Knights in the first round. So, and looking that, at the standings, those, those odds aren't great for them. <laughs> So looking at the standings, I scrolled all the way to the bottom just to just to do a quick check. Okay. It inspired me. Should I do a live tankathon hit? Yeah, um, go for it. Right, let's go. Okay. Go for so it. so we'll you do a live time tankathon to kill. hit. Do a live tankathon hit. Currently the top well or bottom five. San Jose best odds. Columbus second best odds. Mm-hmm. Chicago third best odds. Anaheim fourth best odds. And Montreal at fifth best odds. I should note the gap between Anaheim and Montreal at four and five is pretty significant. Yeah. Anaheim at four is currently sitting at 56 points. Montreal at five is a whole 10 points more at 66. So, <laughs> barring the Ducks go on ah. any heater, barring the, the Ducks go on some random heater to end the season, we are pretty much locked into a top two. We are pretty much locked into top four odds, which means we are pretty much locked in. To a top six pick. That's the farthest we can fall in a draft is the yeah. sixth pick. So without further ado, and I know you guys can't, I would I would share my screen so the chat can see it, but Jake's got to make me host and that's whatever. I mean, I can do it real fast. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Live we got we we got the means to let's do it. Let's hit it. Make me host. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Chat. <laughs> it's live. You see it. If you're listening, you can't see this, but can you guys see it or no? Yeah. Cool. All right. Push that button. Push that button. Here we go. We're sitting on. Chris, give me a countdown. Three, <laughs> two, <laughs> Bedard. Ah. Ooh. So we dropped down to five. Oh my here. god. All okay. right. Yeah. Well, Zach Benson, you are an Anaheim Duck. And <sighs> and somehow Detroit went up seven spots. Did you see that? <laughs> Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. Detroit was that, that too. Shit. No. Yeah. Oh well. That? Oh well. <laughs> well, that backfired a little bit. Yeah, that kind of hurt me. But anyway, <laughs> um, oh, that was fun. Yeah. What a fun little exercise, but didn't didn't Get work out. Favorably, get the, the dogs, the dog days of the regular season. So, yeah, yeah get the get the blood flowing a little bit more. Um, get, the, get the boys fired up. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, okay, like the okay, we know the ducks, like the, the ducks' remaining schedule. So I was gonna go through the last, the other three that we're kind of battling with for Bedard. Um, they're the remaining schedule. I want to see what you guys think. Like I'll, I'll name the teams. You tell me how many points you think that team will get in the remainder of their schedule. So the Blackhawks um, have the blues, the devils, then they're in Calgary. They're in Vancouver. They're in Seattle. Then they're home against the wild in Pittsburgh. And they finish the season in Philly. So two, four, six, that's eight games. How many points do you see the Blackhawks getting in those final eight? Man, I feel like this is just so hard to predict. Yeah. Just because these bottom four spots are all, are all so close. Like, <laughs> we're at 56 points. Last mm-hmm. place Columbus is at 50 – or no, I'm sorry, last place San Jose is at 53. Right? Uh, yeah. So the three-point difference. So this is yeah. – I mean, I mean, folks, this is, this is a dogfight. 
for these for the placement of these bottom four picks right now. So, I mean, let's hope the Ducks keep up their current. You think the Hawks get any? Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know. The the Blues could be interesting. Um, Flames, you never know with them. The Canucks could be a win. Philly, you you would hope that they could beat Philly the final game of the season. Jesus, they might get four more points. I say at most four. Four. But if we're being generous, I could see one of those games being a toss-up, like the Calgary or Vancouver game. Yeah. And I just finish with like I, I say between four or six. I just I just don't know. Just cause the just because the blue jackets and sharks are just so bad. Yeah. Okay, so here, yeah, here's the final games for the Blue Jackets. <laughs> Starting, uh, they lost tonight to the Rangers 6-2. Um, Thursday, they're in Boston. <laughs> uh, they have a back-to-back this weekend. In, uh, they're home against the Panthers and Senators. Then they got the Leafs, then the Devils, Rangers, Flyers, and they finished the season on back-to-backs against the Penguins and Sabres. They could easily not win a game at all there. Like, that's just stupid. They might, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the, the bottom two is still going to be some combination of, of San Jose and Columbus. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I predict, I predict the Ducks and the Blackhawks will finish with the same amount of points and the Ducks will be third because it'll come down to goal differential. Yeah. And by then we easily can be negative 130. And I don't think there's any coming back from our goal differential. So we should have that top three spot locked up. Yeah. I just, I just, I just don't see us getting into the top or us getting into 31st and even 32nd place. I mean, I mean, that would be great to guarantee ourselves to get into 32nd and guarantee ourselves a top three pick would be fantastic to get into 31st and guarantee ourselves a top four pick. Would be fantastic. I just personally feel like it's gonna be either we're either gonna be fourth, fifth, or third. Yeah, in terms of odds. So I'm hoping the if anything, I was hoping the Sharks can go on a little, little bit of a heater. It would be here. nice. They're, it would be yeah. nice because yeah. they're they're. I'll say their final games is because I said the other two that they're playing the Jets right now. Last I checked, they're beating the Jets one nothing. Thursday well, right now. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Thursday okay. they have the Knights. Um, so they'll probably get smacked around Saturday. They have the coyotes. That's a toss up. And then they have a game next Tuesday and Thursday, both at home against the avalanche. Um, then they have the Oilers at home and then they finish on the road against the jets flames and Oilers. (laughs) So the sharks, uh, they're kind of in the same spot where they just, they might not win. I I can see them maybe getting like three points. Yeah, like one of those games goes to OT just because one team fucked the other team they're playing <laughs> fucked up and yeah, let them claw so, back. So if say the Hawks, say the Hawks get four more points, you said what four to six? At so, most six. Yeah, four so you're looking being safe. Yeah, so you're looking at the Hawks finishing at fifty eight to sixty points. The Blue Jackets, we kind of said maybe they get two more points. That gives them fifty five. And then the Sharks, maybe three, gives them 56. I say we finish with either 60 or 61 points. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I think we get like, I think we get four more points in these next, uh, in these last eight games. As long as, you know, Montreal, Arizona, Philly, they stay where they are. Oh, there's no, we would, I mean, we would literally have to win like, 
all of these games were Montreal, and, Ari- Montreal yeah. and Arizona would have to lose out and we would have to like win six games. And yeah. I, I just, I just don't think that's happening. That's just not happening. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully the sharks, um, I'm just hoping the sharks can do some stuff. Yeah. They're, uh, so they're still winning one, nothing. There's two minutes left in the second period. One of my grand lovers says Zegers and Terry uh, or Zegers and Terry going to be out uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, we don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Why am I blurry? Uh, <laughs> blurry man. You gotta give me host back to fella. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we don't. Uh, we do not know. There's been no announcement on Trevor's injury. And all we know about Terry is that he's been out for personal reasons. And uh, yeah, Terry will be back. I'm sure Zegers might be done, though. I mean, you would hope Terry's back, but I mean, if it's if it's personal issue, I'm not trying to make it on Puck Empire though. I'm not saying that he's <laughs> he's out. You know, All right, Jake, you're back at us. Yeah, we have no clue. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll we'll probably hear something tomorrow or next game day, which is Thursday. Yeah, but I was starting to say it is funny. I have a coworker that's a Sharks fan, and <laughs> we uh been walking around saying connor baduck all the time oh yeah and so he he'll say connor bashark bashark <laughs> uh no it doesn't that doesn't flow because there's no d but they, yeah, there's uh, no d either it doesn't flow so that means it's not gonna happen they lost on uh when they lost on saturday he's, he's like sitting there and he was watching it on his lunch and he takes his earbuds out and he puts them back in the case and gets up and like they win and he's like he just kind of like clapped. He's like, nope, they lost. He's like, fuck. It's <laughs> like, tell them to stop. Tell them to stop being assholes. This has been our bit all year. I know, man. Sharks were like fifth worst, sixth worst, like for the longest time. And now they're just like, you know what? And they lost Bedard. Timo Meyer, and everyone's like, oh, they're bad, but they're not that bad. And then just everyone's yeah. like, eh, nah, we're, we're going to stop caring. Yeah. Yeah, Connor Bishark just doesn't roll off the tongue like Connor Baduck. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, speaking of just absolutely shitty, terrible hockey, um, the lap game of the week last week got hijacked <laughs> yeah. by one Felix Card. Yeah, by the Habs fan himself. But uh, the Habs defeat the Blue Jackets in a wild game that wound up being 8-2. to two. <laughs> It was actually fun. Like, I... I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. Like if I had, if I went back and it was on TV and I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to turn it on. You're not watching the replay. No, I mean, it was, it was, it was a fun game, I guess it was, it was fine. But yeah, they Canadians won eight, two. I thought maybe the, I was hoping it'd go to overtime, but you know, we don't, we don't have nice things. (laughs) Uh, Shots on goal were uh, 32, 23 Habs. I've never heard of this guy before, um, but he got a hat trick in this game. Let me see his first name because I got his last name because of two names. Hold oh, Harvey Pennard. Harvey Pennard. Yeah, what's his first name? Sorry, that, I don't Pinard. know. I just love that his he has Harvey. a hyphenated last name and it's fun to say. Raphael, Raphael, Harvey Pennard got a hat trick. Congrats to him. That's huge. That was fun to watch. Um, he was the first star of the game, obviously. Uh, second star was Nick Suzuki. He had a goal and three assists. Nick Suzuki's awesome. I really like him. I I um I liked when he was on the Knights. I was kind of hoping that maybe um he'd go to the Ducks at some point. But anyway, he's in Montreal and he's having a blast. One goal, three assists, and then Mike Hoffman was the third star. He had a goal and two assists. So 
Shout out Mike Hoffman for calling out the league for just their their typical throw a dart at the board kind of suspension. <laughs> yeah. Granted, we haven't had any his, we haven't had any mess? like really bad suspension worthy plays this year, like in years past. Like yeah. Did know, you see not, the cross knock on, took? Knock on wood, but I mean it fits the bill of like what we've seen the last couple weeks of like similar plays. <clears throat> But yeah. but good on him for uh, you know having the balls to be like you know I got suspended a, an extra game for a cross check to the back of the head, but this happens to me and <laughs> he only gets one. Yeah, I'm all for players being petty like that because yeah, why not? Yeah, did you see get, the mess? Get spicy had, with it. It was His pretty chin? gnarly. Ooh. Yeah, it was it was something else. Let me tell you. So that does bring us to our picks for this week's lap game of the week. Is that um, Lou put a hit? Lou put his in the chat. Sharks, Coyotes. Is that real? Are you real? Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, he's doing that Saturday night, seven p.m. All right. Yeah, the oh, Sharks. I was going current... to say Rangers Sabers on Friday, but goddamn, it's on NHL Network. The Sharks currently are the only team in the league with. Out 20 wins. They are still sitting at 19. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. Ducks have 23. Look at that. Moving on up. That's cute. <laughs> I remember when we only had like nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lou said Sharks, Coyotes. Um, I'm going to say. Hmm, Devils, Blackhawks are on ESPN2 on Saturday. Bruins Penguins are the ABC game. That could be a good one. I'm gonna say Stars Stars Avalanche on Saturday. Okay. Stars, I feel like Avalanche. I feel like the last time I chose Kings Kraken, that game just was not any fun. <laughs> I was like, oh, that game's gonna be really hype and really good, and it was like a two-one final. Yeah. So I'm gonna say stars, stars avalanche. Okay. I will go, I will go Bruins Penguins. Bruins Penguins at noon Pacific. Bruins and Penguins. The Pengus. All right. I'm gonna go. I'll do a TNT game on Sunday. Why not? Let's do do Rangers Capitals. Nice 10 a.m. start. I can have a nice cup of coffee with it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine. Uh oh, okay. I'm gonna change mine to uh, Golden Knights Wild on Saturday. It's because Matt Boldy's on a bit of a roll right now. Okay. And I feel like that might be a that might be a high scoring game like the uh would you Knights say that Oilers. Would you say that a Knights Wild game could possibly be wild? Uh, oh man. He said Jesus, look what he's done. Felix says, shout out to Chris for sitting through a game that I didn't even watch, Hero. <laughs> I mean, hey, nobody watches it but me, so whatever. I'm the one that came up with it, so I'm fine with dealing with whatever comes my way with these damn votes. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we... Uh... We cap off the rest of the episode here with some questions in our Hockey 365 topic. Uh, like we've been doing recently, we want to shout out you know, everyone who's been sub to us, been following us on Twitch. 
our uh you know for a time there this was a little sketch we didn't know how twitch was gonna gonna be and we knew and recording at 8 30 certainly didn't help you know when i was still uh living in the inland empire and had an hour drive home every every week um but you know the the support on twitch has definitely made this i wouldn't say more accessible but you know not everybody are big podcast listeners on uh on on like spotify and apple and stuff so i know sometimes being able to just catch it when it comes out you know fresh and new definitely helps but you know yeah Thank you guys for always uh, coming on and spending yes. your Tuesday and or Wednesday and occasional Thursdays with us <laughs> on here. We, yes. we have fun with this. And I don't know, it adds a, a cool little element to the episodes of, uh, you know, we get to interact and answer stuff live. And you yeah, know, it's a lot of fun. We had the chaos of the Jonathan Quick thing happen while we were live that on was, Twitch. That yeah. was fun. Like, I feel like there was a lot of dead silence like dead silence but just because we, it happened so fast and no one was ready but we were all just scrolling and refreshing twitter yeah. but you know but yeah we can, we can say that a trade broke yeah but yeah so. as always you know thanks to everybody in the in the twitch if, if you don't follow us on twitch yet go ahead and give us a follow as we're inching closer to 100 followers over there and yeah like jake was saying and you know it just makes it little more interesting to have you know to to live react to people like listening to us and it's not just us putting this out there and then you listening to it the next day and you can't really interact with us so it's always fun interacting with everybody and uh yeah we appreciate all the support eric grant lover said good night go sharks yes amen (laughs) sharks so our hockey 365 topic this week um I'll pull up the picture to the tweet he was linking when he sent this to us, but he uh, he asks us a very simple question: Are the Flames cursed? <laughs> because uh, the link he sent us was from a tweet on March twentieth uh, from at Ring of Fire CGY, and it says, "I'm not sure we'll ever see another season like this again." Oh, this was a graphic from Sportsnet that um, was their season of in review uh, up to that point and. They had the most games decided by one goal. Um, so up until that point with 41, mm-hmm. 26 uh, losses in one goal games, which is also was also <laughs> the most in NA- the NHL at that point, 15 overtime or shootout losses, most in the NHL, 77 posts hit most in the NHL, Zero third period comeback wins, fewest in the NHL, and 21 losses when they outshoot opponents by 10 plus shots, which is most in NHL history, not just on the season. That like zero third period comeback thing, that that shocked me. It feels it feels like a the tanking team stat. It, it does, felt it yeah. felt like the Ducks not having ten wins kind of stat where it's yeah. just like yeah. it makes sense because we're bad, but at the same time, like <laughs> okay, shit, we're losing games. Oh no, we don't want that to happen. Yeah, but it but is yeah. funny in hindsight because as of half an hour ago, they beat the Kings two to one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll say I'll say they might be a little a little cursed. 
and it might be bigger than what we think just because of the whole Honda Center thing. Maybe they finally got rid of the Honda Center thing because now they've won six straight at Honda Center. So maybe that's a new thing that that, you know, they turned over that leaf, but there's something else. There was also some other darkness going on in that that organization where they're still kind of cursed. It's just something else now. Now it's like, I don't know. I think it's fun to watch as an outsider, you know? I feel part of it's Daryl Sutter. And I mean, there's not much to really, it's not really much to say about his coaching. I mean, he's not, I mean, it doesn't sound like he's, you know, certainly not. We're not looking at this from a Mike Babcock or John Tortorell perspective where it's just like, yeah, your style is clearly outdated, but you're more polarizing for things other than your coaching. Yeah. It's just, I kind of feel he's always had the reputation of just being his teams are boring and just do one thing. Very good. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's nice to see, I mean, when it's not your team for sure. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go as far in saying they're cursed. I just kind of feel like this is just one of those years where maybe things are catching up with them a little bit you know they lose johnny gaudreau they use they have the big trade for huberdo lose kachuk um they had some injuries early in the year i mean nothing too major but i know they were banged up for a little bit um i mean you look at i kind of kind of know this stuff secondhand because nate also nate from quack report is a flames fan so i see his his retweets sometimes but like (laughs) you know it just it it just seems like they're kind of a team just having a bad year i don't think they're going to be bad forever because they have a good team it's just i think just some circumstances this year have kind of held them back a little bit i mean doesn't help that jacob markstrom goes from having a couple incredible seasons when he first came over to now just can't stop anything. Yeah. And when you're kind of relying on an unknown quantity and Dan Vladar, like <laughs> you kind of know you have some, some issues there, but just a little, yeah, I don't know. Looking at it from the perspective of an old division rival, like, yeah, we can root on the downfall of them, but I wouldn't go as far as saying they're cursed. I just think when the luck's bad, it's just, stays bad <laughs> yeah it's funny though it i take solace yeah. in it yeah <laughs> i looked at that graphic and i'm like wow and then i lived my life because it's not the ducks and i was fine <laughs> oh I was not no. in any pain anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh no anyway <laughs> what do you think connor do you say they're cursed Yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> a little bit of curse, a little bit of mismanaged. Yeah. I would say. I don't think just because you're mismanaged, you're automatically cursed. So, yeah. Now, the Leafs. That's a combination. The Leafs, I feel, are cursed just because they, uh, they just seem a team destined to lose all the time. Chris is frozen. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now oh, we play on that's oh, oh, there we go. Oh, i'm good yeah you're good i didn't even know i was frozen yeah, um good. here i am just talking um <laughs> but uh but uh it'll be interesting to see what the leafs do this year because 
you know, they're playing the lightning again in the first round. You already know that's going to happen. I don't, I don't think that's going to change. And uh, we'll see if this is finally the year that they can, they can get through that first round. Get over the hump. Get over that hump. Well, we'll get into our questions here. If you guys uh, haven't dropped any and you are in the Twitch chat, feel free to do so and we can get to them. Uh, but our first one, uh, we were tagged in this. Uh, this was more so a general question for their fans, but the uh, New York Pangers pod put out, um, if Fruity Pebbles didn't get soggy so quick, they'd be the best cereal out there. What's the best cereal? And then we got so, tagged because they said we're ooh. the food we're the food take guys. Yeah. I still think Fruity Pebbles is probably the best, cinnamon soggy or not. Crunch. Cinnamon toast. Oh God, Felix is cinnamon in here. Toast I think a hundred percent, far and away. C- no cinnamon contest. toast crunch is pretty great. Yeah, cinnamon toast crunch. Fruity Pebbles are in the same boat as me as Frosted Flakes. I feel like if you don't eat Frosted Flakes super fast, it's just kind of grody. And I got gotcha. you. But Frosted Flakes are my favorite cereal. Frosted Flakes. Okay. I kind of like honey bunches of oats. Haven't had those in a while. There's like these oat, the Cheerios with the oats in it. I forgot what those are called. pretty good. Those are good. Yeah. There's like a cinnamon oat one that I like. Um, and depending on how I'm feeling, you know, if I want to feel like an old man, I like um, Raisin Bran Crunch every once in a while. I'd say Raisin Bran Crunch is not too old manny because it's not Raisin Bran. You know, you put that crunch in there and, you you know, you, the, the crunch equals like what millennial, I'll say. I'll make that up on the spot. You you add the crunch and it makes you feel younger. So how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> I'm going to say something that I think is controversial. But I'm not the biggest fan of Lucky Charms. I've never been a big fan of Lucky Charms either. I just feel like. It's a texture thing with the. Uh, oh, I love Lucky Charms. With the marshmallows, and some mm-hmm. the marshmallows are bad, but I don't know. I just, I, love, love I feel it. like eating the marshmallows just makes my teeth hurt. Yeah, I never. I always would eat the cereal, like you know, or, and leave the marshmallows. I've never been like a marshmallow guy, so there was like no point in me eating that cereal at all. Yeah, un- an underrated cereal was corn pops i loved corn pops but i also feel like they're in the same boat too where if you let it sit in the milk too long like they're they're like little <laughs> pasta noodles and it's, it's just nasty uh yeah, i like how what about um what about just good old kicks with a little bit kicks. of sugar sprinkled on top there you go <sighs> i was never i was never a kicks i always liked those eater. i always ate it when i was really young i haven't had it since i was probably like seven um lewis going off in the chat about cereal not cereal not being good and there's no point in cereal he said corn pops smell like frog farts (laughs) all right that's our lou such a way with Uh, words sometimes you know i've noticed that um felix has been um agreeing with me or i've been agreeing with felix a lot lately and i don't know how to feel about it (laughs) um it could be good or bad, I guess, depending on the situation. But he likes honey bunches of oats, so that's really cool. But he was also in my corner honey with the whole Rocky statue, so <laughs> I was surprised. Um, good cereal. Yeah. I My big thing with, like, the healthy cereals is not that they're not good, 
but I feel like cereal is just meant to be like unhealthy. Maybe it's just because I was a kid in the 2000s and <laughs> everything was just sugary messes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like if you're going to have cereal, just just go for it and have the one that's bad for you. There's a lot of crazy cereals out there now. Like if you if you don't have cereal for a while and then you go down the cereal aisle and it's been a couple months, you're kind of blown away by what there is out there nowadays. My oh, favorite, another, another honorable mention, Apple Jacks. Oh God, I forgot Apple about Jacks Apple Jacks. Fire! I was Rick. always more a Fruit Loop guy, not an Apple Jacks yeah. guy. But Apple Jacks, when they not, started was... doing the little like bites or like the little like sugar inside the the cereal, mm-hmm. when they start doing the commercials with the little cinnamon stick running around, <laughs> that was the best Apple Jacks. I was yeah. not. I was not super into like the fruity fruity cereal but i did like apple jacks i loved apple jacks felix does not like apple jacks. throw them in the bin no all right I feel, um, like we, I feel like we've talked about cereal for i think we have yeah one, um, one more one more honorable mention i will say the cinnamon toast crunch with the actual little toast squares those yeah. are fucking fire do you guys ever like cookie crisp nah overrated. yeah I'm, yeah i was never into cookie overrated. crisp god apple jacks yeah damn they have like help the healthier cereal. I forgot what it's called. Um, uh, Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon. Uh, heard those ha- those don't taste very good. They're okay. I I I did try a box, but the, they're like ten bucks for a little box. It's ridiculous, but um, they are good. They're like, I don't know. They're okay. They're they're like they're like a normal. I was kind of surprised at how how much it tasted like uh, Fruit Loops, without it being like too. Healthy-ish tasting. <laughs> Lou Lou is going through it in the in the chat. He said puzzling takes all of you perplexing. Yeah. He'll get through it. It's fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> Let him cycle <laughs> through the emotions. So he'll, he'll be fine. Well, again, if you guys do have questions, feel free to send them in the chat. Uh, we shall get to our squeak of the week because I know we were a little short on questions this week. But Ryan, as always. Sets us up with a great little paragraph. He says, The cheese talk caused the mouse trademark to contemplate the intricacies of being a queso connoisseur. Why are cheeses yellow? White, blue, flowered in all caps? It's all so confusing. Queso, queso. Okay, so what is the greatest live event you all have ever been to? Hashtag SOTW, hashtag Um... SLAP. Week of the week. I have three. Can you top three? When I was a wee lad, I was at game six of the 2002 World Series. That was a that was a very that's a very early core memory. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was at the comeback on Catella. That and I'll say this past September. I mean, how often do you get to see your favorite band three times in a single week? So when I got to see three weeks of, or three weeks would be cool, but three days of Iron Maiden in one week in Southern California back in September, that was a, that was a very happy time for me in a, yeah, that's pretty cool. In a time where my mental health wasn't so great. That was a, that was much needed. Yeah. So go ahead, Chris. Uh, you can do top three, you can do top yeah. one. 
Gillis Tan. I don't it's, know. It, it sucks because I I have never lived where my hockey team has lived, like where my hockey team is. So I I can't really like go to a lot of games, but I would probably say like the outdoor game between the Ducks and Kings is still probably like my favorite. Um, that was a blast just because like, I, I didn't live anywhere near California. I wasn't in Arizona yet. I was in North Carolina. So I had to fly across the country and it was like a whole, it was, it was cool. It was like a whole trip dedicated just to that game. Like I, we stayed in California for maybe two, three days. Cause it was like, we were, we pretty much had the trip revolve around that game. And that was, that was a lot of cool. Uh, that was a lot of cool. That was very cool. Um, the seats, I mean, it, it was kind of hard to see. Um, but still but being it, there, yeah, it's just just being there. Yeah, it, it it was it was nuts to be at an outdoor game in California. It it was it was it was just cool. Um, I'm hoping that uh, I get a chance to go to another outdoor game soon, whether that's in California again or if they end up having one here in Arizona, which is the plan, I guess, at some point. So. If you've never been to an outdoor game, you might be getting sick of them, you know, maybe even watching them on TV or whatever. But if you have the chance to get to one, you have to. It's 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 a blast. Hey, I mean, we talked about going to the one, the Winter Classic next year, Golden Knights Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. I I think we should just start bugging inside the rink and be like, hey, <laughs> get us some credentials. We don't follow these teams, but, you know, it'd be cool <laughs> if we can go. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be sweet if we could go and we can cover the game for you. Just please can we go? <laughs> um, I I'll my top three if I had to choose. Um I'll go a sporting event and then two concerts. Sporting event wise, um I was there for Troy Percival's three hundredth save. Ooh. Um, that was a pretty lit good. game. It's a good one. Was I was lit. like just young enough to like have fun banging thunder sticks the whole game. Uh, but I also <laughs> was like old enough to realize like what I was watching and kind of pay attention to the game. Mm-hmm. Um, that edges out the like blowout I saw the Angels uh as a kid. Like they like absolutely smacked the Red Sox one time, and that was a very fun game to go do because we were around a bunch of drunk kids from Boston, and I think the Angels beat them like fifteen to like six or some shit like Jesus. that. Um, I got to see a cycle live in person that game. So, oh, nice. I'd say maybe those were like one A, one B as for sports memories. Um, concert wise, um. I kind of have to agree with Connor. I mean, I didn't go to three Iron Maiden shows, but <laughs> that Iron Maiden concert was arguably, I think, the best live show I've ever seen. Um, that makes me so happy to hear. And it's it's just <laughs> it's just funny because like the other band that was with them was Trivium, and like I like Trivium. I know they're not everybody's favorite because everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, they just yeah, they're not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but to see them like that night, like I got off of work, changed in the parking lot at work, sped to Honda Center, parked by the Chili's, walked all the way walked to Honda up, Center, like eight miles to Honda Center. Jesus. And by the time I got in the doors, like Trivium was like a song in. So I missed maybe, you know, three minutes of the show. 
uh to start and you walk, by the- you walk you walk up to us in the concourse we're all like four drinks in like yay <laughs> it's like sober well, like i was hey, on the hello. phone the entire time with them walking over because heather called me asking where i was at and i could you know connor was in the background i could hear tyler in the background hear carly in the background <laughs> it was just like they're like come on hurry up and i'm like i'm walking as fast as i can <laughs> um but like that whole show, it was like it was two bands, but it just was. I mean, Iron Iron Maiden's just incredible live. Like that whole night just was exhausting. But by the end of it, it was just like holy shit. <laughs> it's a satisfying exhausting. Like it's the exhausting after a concert where like you're sweaty, but you sit down in your car, and that first like thing of AC hits you, and you're just like, oh, that was a great fucking night. <laughs> We went and we got grilled cheeses at Lazy Dog afterwards. It was nice. it was a grand time. I mean, we I feel like we drank an entire pitcher of water before like we even said anything just because everyone I think was she sat down my water first and by the time she got done passing out the last water, I was like, Can I have another water, please? Because I didn't follow it. Um, but my my second one I'd say was the uh Gojira Event Sevenfold Metallica show at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's definitely that like a, a top, like a top three concert for me, just because that show is just, you know, legends of the industry. Um, I mean, Gojira kind of like the I wouldn't say like the newest of the group, but they were kind of an unknown quantity to me, and I really liked their stuff because I was still kind of at that point where I wasn't listening to like the harder music I do now, but like they were kind of that first introduction to like that kind of that kind of music and i mean they're 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 great guys like i'm excited to see them in april they were like super humble at that show and i mean that's playing coming with... up yeah that's in that's in less than 30 days i'm excited yeah good show but yeah. like seeing seeing them and then event sevenfold essentially being like the the hometown boys mm. they played a good set when you know because that was right around the time the stage was out and then Metallica's Metallica like they like I got elbowed in the head a song in but you know <laughs> by the end of the show like you have just the stage work it's definitely the loudest concert I've ever been to but if you don't expect loud at a Metallica show you know you're a little <laughs> you're a little behind <laughs> yeah I was uh, I was at the San Diego show for that for that tour and I can I can say the same thing. That was that was a great show. I love a good uh, lazy dog grilled cheese too. By the way, it is funny. I have a picture that I took at that Metallica show um, where I I wound up at the end of the night. Um, I was nowhere near where I started the show, like four hours earlier. Um, I was like way off to the left and I was somehow on the right of the stage at the start of things. Um, so it just goes to show how wild everybody was on the floor. Yeah. But I mean, definitely a core memory of like concerts. Like I, I'm not one to, I mean, now now I have my own money to spend and go to shows like that, like <laughs> definitely go to more concerts, but concerts were a very unknown thing to me at that point. Still, I'd only ever been to a, like a handful growing mm-hmm. up and i mean first experience on the floor for a band like that pretty pretty wild yeah <laughs> well unless we have any other questions in the chat oh i was gonna is... 
I was oh, gonna yeah. ask uh, the World Baseball Classic. The thing. World Baseball about Classic that. thing. Yeah, I told. I just remembered. Um, I kind of wanted to get your your guys' take on it. Whether it's just because you guys are a little bit more into the the uh, the baseball world than I am, and Felix in the chat, bold baseball prediction. So we can end with that, I guess. Right. Um, but the World Baseball Classic. There was like a weird thing that I saw a lot as being like an outsider seeing it. There was a lot of hate for the World Baseball Classic from baseball fans, at least from what I saw. I don't know if it was a lot. Maybe it wasn't a lot. It was just maybe like a group and they were just really loud about it or something. But it just seemed like there was like a decent amount of people that made it not like a celebration of the sport, but more so like MLB versus the World Baseball Classic where they're trying to say, oh, well, the World Series is better than this or MLB is better than this. And I just didn't understand it because it's like, wouldn't you enjoy... Because it made me think of like in the hockey world, like we are dying for best on best. Um, you know, we we want that tournament back. We want the World Cup of Hockey. We want our players in the Olympics. So it was kind of weird to see from like on the baseball side of things where it almost seemed like baseball, some baseball people didn't want their players in this tournament. I don't know if that's what you guys got. Is there was is there like I just was trying to understand why there was like any sort of hate towards international play. You are right when you said that it was a very, a very loud minority. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very, very loud minority. So what happened is Edwin Diaz, who's probably, probably the best closer in the game, many would say, Mm -hmm. um, he got hurt celebrating after a win in the, in the, in the early rounds. Yeah. And ended up, ended up tearing his patellar tendon. So he's out for the season and Mm -hmm. he's a Met. So okay. Mets fans are a lot of Mets fans are completely up in arms about it. Okay. <laughs> and a lot of, you know, a lot of big, um, a lot of big talking heads in the baseball world are Mets fans. And so they were rightfully pissed about it. Okay. And a couple of them specifically started this whole campaign about how the, Oh, the WBC doesn't mean anything. It's not more important than the regular season. Like these players don't really care about it kind of thing. Um, I mean, I think, I think just watching the games themselves, showed you showed you otherwise exactly yeah Mm -hmm. and and every quote from every player said no i wanted to be here and i'm glad that i played um there were arguments for doing it in november which i'm not a fan of because at that point everyone's played a completely full season nobody's going to want to play again yeah all the best players will have played in the playoffs and not going to be like no like they're not gonna be like, no, like we just won the World Series. I don't want to go play another like <laughs> or or I just lost the World Series and I'm yeah, gonna go play exactly. another tournament like, like this. Exactly. It's like the World Cup. You know, it 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 happens every three to four years. Um, I thought it was great for the game. I mean, yeah. seemed like la- it. I mean, shit, the last half out of the tournament. I mean, I mean, could you script it any better? Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Trout. Like that was just incredible for the game of baseball. And mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, it was it was just a really it was just a really loud minority that weren't okay. um, the majority. I can guarantee the majority of the baseball world loved that tournament. Um, That's a great lead in too to that MLB season. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Otani and Trout teammates. This is Otani's contract year. Oh God, help us! But <laughs> we will uh, we will see how this goes. All right. Well, Felix wants to get into bold baseball predictions. Yeah, you got any bold predictions? We'll each give one, then we'll get out of here. Yeah. All right. 
I'm going to be basic and just say the Angels actually make the playoffs. I will go Angels themed as well. Reed Detmers gets Cy Young votes. <laughs> I'm going to say, um, since I'm not really, I might not even be like saying anything crazy, but I'm going to say the Cubs make the playoffs wild card. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to say they win their division. Damn! Wow. Going, Cubs, going crazy there. Cubs win the division. Well, I'll say I'll say, I'll, I'll I'll elaborate on mine. Reed Detmers gets AL Cy Young votes. Doesn't win it. The winner is Joe Ryan of the Minnesota Twins. Minnesota. Minnesota. Felix says bold. It's a great way to end. Bold. <laughs> All right, guys. Thought this was a good a uh, good little episode. Yeah. I know these fun get stuff. Kinda, I know these can get kind of dry in terms of hockey content as the as the regular season wide winds down, and we're not mm-hmm. we're not quite into the Stanley Cup playoffs yet. But thanks, hey, for, just, thanks for stick, thanks for sticking around. If you did all the way to the end, yeah. Just think uh, about it. We'll get we'll get the Bedard news. We'll do some baseball check ins, maybe some hangouts at the stadium, and check oh, yeah. in we'll on get, a. We'll get draft stuff going soon. Don't worry, mm-hmm. that's all coming back. That's all. A's are in second place. Yeah, no, they're going to Las Vegas. The A's are not. <laughs> the only place they're going is Vegas. Yeah, the only place you're going to be in is Las Vegas. Just, um, just shooting Lou down. Jesus. I hope the A's, the A's rot. He's going to. Gonna, now he's really going to wish he already went to bed. Um, that franchise can rot. Who's a yeah. Giants fan? He can't claim both. No. <laughs> But yeah, that'll uh, that'll do it. Um, make sure you're following the Late Arrivals Pod on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Late Arrivals Pod. Uh, we've been posting some uh, reels and stuff uh, over there on Instagram, so hopefully you enjoy it. There's some shout out Jenny for the shout out Jenny very for the nice re- uh, Isabel Cup reel. Yeah, it was really cool. She was uh, very excited with the transition that she made in that video at the end. So it go enjoy that. <laughs> Maybe I, like I it. I don't know how to make a reel. So yeah, yeah. Shout out Jenny. Yeah. Maybe go like it. Maybe go comment on it. Even if it's just like cool. <laughs> or like a just put like W's in the chat or something. I don't know. A- A's to Vegas in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> go to the recent later I was post and comment hashtag A's to Vegas. <laughs> uh but yeah, make sure you're following us on uh instagram and twitter and if you want to follow us personally um you can follow us on instagram and twitter as well you can find our our ads in uh the late arrivals bios in both on both twitter and instagram so and on the episodes too i put them in the, and on the episode description so yeah, if uh, look in the description you want to see us tweet about nonsense because i know my shit posting days have come to a close and i'm kind of in that weird transitionary period of like meme here and there yeah post about my life and then yell at a cloud because i'm an old man (laughs) what can you do (laughs) yeah follow us everywhere um and yeah we'll see you uh next week thanks for tuning in ace to vegas ace to vegas bye see ya